0: Welcome to the Boy Time Podcast, we're gonna get lady time, yeah, oh it's your boy, boy time podcast, coming in with the slam dunk of a theme song. Hi ho ho, it's me, Peter Jackson, back at it again with a new episode of the Boy Time Podcast. As always, I'm joined by Babby. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a, I think this is going to be a shorter episode. Um, I kind of balled out last week with the game awards and uh, I forgot what else we talked about. But it was a long podcast, so there was a lot of things we talked about. Um, but I don't think uh, we're going to have that much. Um, I have a couple things to talk about. I don't know how much music stuff you have. Um, eh, not too much, but. Okay, enough to I have
1: things, at least.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that's better than nothing. Um, I have two news things and one discussion thing, kind of, because I can't really talk too much about Spider-Man because I did go see the new Spider-Man film. Um, I believe the spoiler embargo is not up yet.
1: so I haven't watched it, so it's not up yet.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't spoil it for you anyways. But if I will be giving. If the could give me tickets, then I'd be good. But right, Is it sold out? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... I bought my tickets, like, as soon as they opened. Because I was like, I know that this is going to get sold out. Um, So I will give a general vibe, my general take on it. um, And then we'll do a more in-depth conversation once... Uh, you see it. Uh, yes. So, that will be fun. But, um, let's talk about some uh, other moving news before that. Um, I believe I talked about this last year, um, but the National Film Registry, uh, the 2021 list, got announced uh, this week. Um, last year was um, Shrek. Shrek got nominated. Let's go. Yeah. Uh not nominated. It got admitted into the National Film Registry, which means somewhere in the Library of Congress there is a preserved reel of Shrek. That's that's it's be- <laughs> being protected because it's been deemed as culturally relevant. Uh and we'll which is true. It. it is true. Um so uh <laughs> that's what happened last year. That was the funny one that happened last year. Um, this year, not as much funny ones. Um, more like just actual good movies to preserve. Um, I mean, the majority, <laughs> like the purpose of this is for like older movies to be preserved. Cause those actually have like, are under threat of like being erased from history. Cause there's only a, a limited amount of physical copies and, you know, studios that made movies in the early nineteen hundreds might not even be around anymore. Um, so I think that's mainly the idea. I'm just like taking these culturally relevant movies from like the nineteen twenties or whatever
1: and like Too bad they suck in tricks better.
0: So Yeah, that is true. Um (laughs) but, you know, most of these movies that they added are from I would say, like, before the 70s, or after the 70s. Um, Yeah, kind of weird. They did nominate one animated movie. It's not Shrek 2. Uh, I don't know exactly what the cutoff is, um, but the latest movie that was added was from 2008, and that's WALL-E. So, WALL-E's in the National Film Registry, which I was kind of surprised that it wasn't, because that's a... That's a great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of other ones that are recognizable, um, Fellowship of the Ring is in there. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. uh, Star Wars 6, Return of the Jedi. Um, I think that might be everything um, that is nominated. Or I don't know why I keep saying nominated. They, they're selected and they're in the registry. Um, there are some, like, uh, I think they took a big step, uh, this year in, like, nominating specifically, um, black filmmakers from, like, the 30s and 20s and stuff. Um, I'm citing an NPR article here, um, cause I wouldn't know any of these movies, but, um, you don't know every 1930s movie ever made? Uh, no. I don't know if I've ever... Range. Well, I think I've seen Citizen Kane, but no, that was... That was 40s. 40s, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any movie before the 40s. But, well, Wizard of Oz, one.
1: Disney uh, had some 40s bangers.
0: Yeah, like, well, like Snow White and
1: yeah Cinderella
0: and stuff. But, you know, those are timeless uh, I think some of the, the older movies don't really age that well, but that's just because their physical media technology and technology. Yeah. Um, but one, uh, film that they made a specific note on, at, on NPR was the flying ace from 1926. Um, it was made by a black film studio in Florida. um, it was uh, an aviation romance now thought to have helped inspire the Tuskegee Airmen and was a thriving African-American movie culture during the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. Um, so that's cool. I like that they're not just nominating a bunch of old white dudes. Um, you know, because that seems to be the kind of the vibe from this. Um, except for like you know, some of the newer stuff, but, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that they, uh, do this. Um, you know, I don't know what else they, they preserve in the library of Congress. I hope they do some like music preservation and they do. Yeah. I know I've, I've heard some, uh, uh, arguments for like preserving games and I think that's probably a good idea too, just
1: because you know not everyone has an like attorney. now. There's still access, but like in a couple decades, yeah, yeah, a little bit hard to come by, yeah.
0: And I'm talking even like old old stuff like Atari stuff and like Magnavox Og- Odyssey, uh, your CDIs, like you know 70s gaming before it was really cool to own an NES. Uh, I think that some of those games kind of get thrown into the wayside or are released on the Xbox live arcade or whatever. Um, but you know, there's not a whole lot of demand, but they're still like pieces of history, I would think. So I don't know. I think there's an argument to be made, but I don't know if they're ever going to do it until Neil Druckmann becomes the CEO of library of Congress. Neil Cuckman. Neil Cuckman. Sorry. Um, but that was the thing. I think most people were talking about uh Star Wars being in there, and Wally, oh, and Lord of the Rings, yeah, I think Peter Jackson uh gave a statement uh which is surprising that it's in our national film registry and not New Zealand's, but you know i i I don't know how that works um but there's that. Um, uh, the only other bit of news I have is in the gaming sphere. Um, and it is, uh, another batch of PS5 colors. Um, well, okay. So we got the, the other, like, I don't remember a couple months ago, we got these controllers, uh, in addition to the white ones. You can now get a black one or it was like kind of a magenta kind of thing. Um, and then PlayStation did a blog where, um, now they're going to be selling, uh, like you can replace the white parts of the PS5 console itself with those colors. So then you can have like a matching console controller kind of thing if you don't want it to be the white stock. Um, in addition to some new colors, uh, I didn't name these, so uh, I I know that they are cringy, but that's just what it is. Uh, You got Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and Galactic Purple. Um, So, And apparently the colors that they released before were Cosmic Red and Midnight Black. So, uh, there you go.
1: I can't, you know... I can't wait to buy a multicolored PS5 to play five games on. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They're doing great stuff over at Sony. Yeah. It's going to look great on my shelf and do nothing.
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly who this is for, Um, especially since the colors aren't all that diverse. Like, if you look at the lineup, it's all, like, cool colors. Like, there's no... I mean, like, the red is like a a
1: purple-y red. It's not, like... You know, yeah, that's warm, red. but like it's not like. There's no like red, no, which is very typical.
0: I want like a crimson
1: PS5. That'd yeah. be cool.
0: Uh, yeah, no, no greens, no yellows, no oranges. Just all purples, I don't think green will blues. At all,
1: but yeah, yeah. I think purple and blue is PlayStation's thing. Yeah, but
0: frankly, i if about you're as
1: adventurous as they get. <laughs> analogous only
0: yeah but this this does kind of open the way for uh you know like when a new game comes out instead of doing like a special edition of a console then you can just like hey here's a
1: faceplate for your PS5 yeah, yeah. that would be kind of cool it's just there's no games out for it yet
0: so. no no
1: maybe in 20 years
0: <laughs> I mean the PS4's launch was also really slow but
1: I, at least I, had bangers on it though
0: Uh, the PS4's launch was awful (laughs) I think it's notoriously one of the worst console releases where it was Knack and Assassin's Creed 4 which was already a PS3 I mean yeah it was better than the Xbox One but like no, that that last generation also had a horrible launch Um, I'm not saying that this one also isn't bad but there's stuff coming now I don't remember how long it took for stuff to come out in the PS4 because I didn't, I was late to the party. Um, so by the time I had a PS4, like, uh, you know, like Last of Us was on there, which I think it was, it that was may have lot. been a launch, but that was yeah. also like, that was the kind of controversy is that a lot of the launch titles were just ports of PS3 games. It's like they had that, then you had uh, Assassin's Creed 4, which was like a barely a, a remaster. Uh, and knack, so that honestly, that's probably a worse launch than the PS5. Because on the PS5, you at least have Spider Man, uh, and Demon Souls and Bug Snacks, which are original games. Well, not Demon Souls, but you know,
1: eh. it's just so garbage compared to Xbox. Because Xbox like killed it this time. Yeah,
0: I think I don't know if Co- I'm, I'm sure COVID had a role in this. Because I'm sure. So when yeah, wanted but your to go games all out. still
1: be in development beforehand
0: yeah but I think like you're getting like stuff's coming out next year like you got the God of War stuff um, oh there's there's other well I mean the uncharted collection that doesn't really count I'm trying to think there's too many PlayStation Studios it's hard to remember what they're all doing. But, I I mean, like, even some of the big hitters, like Insomniac, like, we know that there's two projects coming up, but they're years down the line. So, really, there's, like, no real reason to have a PS5 right now.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, why are you releasing colors? I don't
0: know. I I think they're just trying to test the market and see if this is a viable
1: option. to test the market.
0: (laughs) I mean, like...
1: Should have waited a little bit.
0: I don't know. This isn't, like, the worst thing they've done. But, like... I don't know. Uh, I think the worst thing about this is the price. Because just for two pieces of plastic that you put on the side of your console, it's $50. Yep. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, So, I will not be getting the midnight whatever, uh, crimson comotose pink or whatever it's called. Um I will be waiting for the Knack PlayStation 5 cover. Thank you very much. Um, so, that is a thing. Um, but enough about sad corporate decisions. Let's talk about a decent corporate decision with Spider-Man No Way Home. The newest Marvel flick that everyone keeps talking about. Uh, I know what you're all going to ask. Is is Toby Maguire in it? I don't know. You cannot disclose this information. Now, this is illegal for movie. me to talk about it. Yep. Uh, what I will say is that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think that this is the best MCU Spider-Man movie. Uh, it beats Homecoming, which is surprising because I really like Homecoming. Um... Because it kind of strips away all the dumb Avengers stuff where it's like, uh, you know, like... So the whole Iron Man thing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that, like, every Avengers movie, it's like, this is the world-ending threat where everything is all up to Thor or Captain America. Everything's going to die and Nazis are going to take over. And, like, when the Spider-Man movie came out, it was just like, this guy robs banks. I was like, okay, well, that's pretty chill. And it felt like a pretty good like balance of Peter Parker and the Spider-Man stuff, um, like the other Spider-Man movies did, um, which was good. I, I really enjoy Homecoming a lot, and Michael Keaton is great as the Vulture, so also a big plus. Um, I think Far From Home was fine, but uh, I don't know. Mysterio doesn't really work as a twist villain because we all know that Mysterio's the bad guy, so like, it it I don't know it doesn't really work. I don't know if Marvel twist villains ever really work, but that one especially didn't really. Even though I love Jake Gyllenhaal, but uh, this one, uh, it's like it's kind of hard to talk about with without going too heavily into spoilers, but. You know, watching the trailer, you know that, like, all of the old Spider-Man villains are back. Well, most of them. Not uh, Venom as uh, portrayed by Topher Grace. Um, I think, yeah. I don't want to say all the villains that are in there, but don't expect Topher Grace going into this, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, Alfred Molina uh reprises his role as Doc Ock you got Willem Dafoe uh playing the Green Goblin uh Jamie Foxx as Electro uh trying to think oh yeah the guy I don't know if it's the guy who played the lizard in Amazing Spider-Man who well yeah I don't know if he's back oh and then you know Sandman is in it from Spider-Man 3 and that guy does come back I don't know his name So they got like all the original people, at least I think, uh, to come back and reprise their role. And they all are very instrumental to um, the plot of the movie. And uh, that's what I kind of like about it, is that um, a lot of the same story beats from the original movies kind of carry over um so that that's maybe one thing that i would maybe take away from it is that it doesn't really work as a standalone uh spider-man movie uh it it probably doesn't even make sense if you've just seen homecoming and far from home like you have to have watched spider-man one through three and then amazing spider-man one and two there's a lot of amazing spider-man two references which is funny because that is the worst superhero movie ever um, but it is treated like it is kind of, like, <laughs> one of the best things, uh, and there are a lot of, like, uh, like, loose ends that are, like, uh, fixed from that movie specifically, and it's, like, wh- there's a lot of stuff that I care about, uh, from the other movies that I would have liked to seen wrapped up in a nice little bow. I don't, I don't know why you're, you care so much about Amazing Spider-Man 2, but, you know... That's just uh, my pet peeve, I guess. Um, But I think this is a pretty G-dang good Spider-Man movie. I've seen some people say it's the best Spider-Man movie. I think I would...
1: Those people are 12. Yeah.
0: I think that they haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. But it probably is maybe as good as Spider-Man 2. Uh, I just think Spider-Verse is... maybe unbeatable at this point, just because there's a lot more that you can do in animation than in live action. And sometimes the CGI in this movie is straight-up bad. So, uh, but, you know, that's just because, you know, last movie I saw with a lot of CGI was Dune, and uh, maybe I shouldn't be holding a, a MCU movie to those standards. But it was distracting how bad the CGI on Spider-Man was. Um, where it just, it didn't look like he was real. Like, I mean, it, he, you know, he wasn't. But, like, uh, <laughs> like, sometimes, like, Tom Holland would take his mask off to talk, and, like, you could tell that he was, like, actually in the Spider-Man suit. And then he'd put his mask on, and he'd just become, like, a CGI model, even if he's just, like, running around or, like, doing a pose. And it's, like, why even do that why not just have him do the pose or have him run around like i don't get you're doing so much additional effort to make it look worse it doesn't make a whole lot of sense um so it's not perfect but um is any spider-man movie perfect i'll let you decide the mm-hmm. audience uh even though i think one is but that's neither here nor there We'll have more conversations whenever Babby sees Spider-Man. So, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give away anything. Um, and with that, that's actually all I have. Well. I know. Very short list of stuff. But I'll throw it on over to Babby where you can talk about music.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh what do we have this week? We had Roddy Rich Eatin'. The Box. You know the guy. I you do know, know the guy. He released his album this week. Oh, it came out? Uh it's very felt very low key. Like the years over. I'm just like, nah, here's an album. Whatever. I like Roddy um, Rich. I do like Roddy Rich. This album's pretty decent. Yeah. Can't say it's great, but um According to my Spotify likes, I liked about uh, about three-fourths of it, I would say. Okay. Um, not like a reinvention or anything. He's kind of just doing the same old thing. Uh, the intro seems like it wants to set up a lot. And then, like, you know, one of these thematic experiences. And then it just kind of doesn't do that. It just is a compilation of songs again. But... Mm. Um, he can still hold his own as a rapper. He's getting to that J. Cole level where he can kind of have this very uh, good presence on a track, carry it well. Um, features, for the most part, I enjoyed. I usually don't listen to music where, like, Gunna and Kodak Black and Takeoff and stuff are featured. <laughs> yeah. But um, they fit well with his style. I think Hibachi with Kodak and 21 Savage is a banger. Yeah. Um, man got Jamie Foxx as a feature on a song, but all he does is have a voicemail part at the end, which is kind of disappointing. Um, yeah. do hear Jamie Foxx sing again, but whatever. Uh, Murder One with 5-0-4 in, and I think Kenny Beats produced that. That's great. Um, but overall, still like Roddy Rich. I, I don't think he's hit the level that he can yet. I think this is kind of like... I think I'd rank it the same as his debut. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem like he's evolved much, but at the same time, it's, like, that was released last year, so there hasn't been a lot of time for, like, a reinvention or anything.
0: And it's only been one year?
1: Yeah. Actually, no. It came out in 2019, but it was the end of 2019. Oh, okay. Because then the box got, like, really big at the early of 2020 and, like, stayed number one for, like, eight weeks.
0: Well, that's because it's a good song.
1: Like, a rapper that, like, just put out a debut with not a lot of marketing support. Yeah but that song is 1.3 billion plays
0: that's what i'm saying it's a good song it's huge it everybody's is everybody's sleeping it's on just it it's
1: gigantic <laughs> yeah. um but pretty good effort still uh i don't know how much i'll return to it just because this very um kind of commercial uh autotune trap rap kind of stuff isn't something i go back to a lot it is something that i need um every once in a while but I mean, if I need something easy, then I'll go back to this, but... Yeah. Pretty good effort. Uh, We also had a Voldy James and Alchemist project again. Um, Their third one in two years. Uh, This is basically just a B-sides to Bo Jackson, except it's nine tracks, so it's like another EP separate to it. Um, Instead of doing a deluxe record, which I actually like better, so... Instead of just throwing, like, five songs on there and then be like, here's a deluxe. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean it's the James and Alchemist. It's gonna be good. It's not as good as Bo Jackson, obviously, since it is. Um, I don't want to say like outtakes, but I think these are just stuff that didn't make the, the final final cut on that album because a lot of these don't sound like they belong on that album. Yeah. Um, production does get. I feel like Alchemist could have gave these beats to Earl, and they would have gone over a little better on some of these. Some of these beats are have like too much personality, because Boldy James is very, very monotone. Um, oh. which is fine when you have a beat that has a personality, but when the beat has too much personality, then I'm only listening to the beat. Yeah, Because um, some of these are, like, really really great. Alchemist does not miss, usually. Um, there's only one feature on it, but feature does really well. Beats are fantastic. Um, I can't say much about Boldy James and Alchemist because literally every project is so solid and, like, great that I'd just be repeating myself, so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Plus, we literally just talked about it during our freaking list video, so. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but those are the two big things this week. I think Black put out, a, like, a little two PCP, but I haven't listened to it. Uh, and then Twigs in The Weekend have a song out. Haven't heard it, but I haven't heard good things, so. Oh,
0: is that another sleeper?
1: I think it is. Like, he keeps debating. Why does the he keep doing weekend this? Weekend song, mid. Then he puts out the FKA Twigs and Weekend song, and it's kind of mid. But he just did I the freaking Swedish no, Half Mafia song. That one's pretty good. That song's good. Yeah. Um. But that also fits to what he's doing right now. <laughs> yeah, true. I just expect a lot when you have Twigs and The Weekend in the same sense, because those two are, like, some of the best in R&B
0: yeah.
1: right now. Yeah. Um, Although Twigs is kind of doing her art pop thing, but I don't know. I don't know if this is leading up to a new record, because if there is a new Twigs record coming, then I am very excited. Um, Magdalene is fantastic. I think a lot of people were comparing this new song to, like, uh, I forgot what the song was on Magdalene with Future, but it was, like, the only song that people were, like, kind of, eh, about, because it didn't fit the rest of the record. But I don't know. The weekend's kind of doing some... Interesting feature work right now. Yeah.
0: He was on that Aaliyah um, uh, song too.
1: Yeah, he was on a song with Aaliyah and like the mo- vocals were like really mixed bad and not received well either. Yeah. So. I don't know what you're doing over there. I don't know what's there, going
0: on with the weekend.
1: Just release The Dawn so I can yeah. like get that back up there, yeah. please. Because uh, the the two songs he's released for it are great. are technically one song and then the Swedish House Mafia song.
0: Yeah. Um, so none of these songs are going to be on his thing.
1: No. No, these are all featuring the weekend. Okay. But
0: just um, the. Uh, well, I don't even remember what the song is. I forgot called. the name of it. Uh, uh, there's too many singles. Take My Breath. Yeah,
1: let me look it up. Yes, Take My Breath. Yeah. Um, th- I do really like that one. I like the extended version more, where he kind of does like a uh, more dance tune to it, just oh. extend it a little bit.
0: Okay. I haven't um, heard
1: the extended version. Yeah. It's just more of a. It, you probably don't need to. Okay. Um. Moth to a Flame is a Swedish House Mafia song, but The Weeknd is basically the whole song.
0: Yeah, because it's um,
1: an electronic group. Yeah. Quite a good one, too, if yeah. I remember from back when I was 13. Um, I think they're going to release a record next year because they reunited, so I might have to check that out. For the nostalgia. Yeah. If nothing else. Um, but, I don't know. I, I'm excited for The Weeknd's album. I just... These weird feature runs are not turning out as well as I thought he you know, you thought they would, but
0: Well, he just seems we'll to be see, sleeping all the time on
1: the mic. Yeah. I mean when you're the weekend and you have a voice that's so good without even trying, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. It's we'll true.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about the the new uh album mini yet though.
1: Don't know. I have a feeling though like the first quarter of twenty twenty two is gonna be banging though. Yeah, because then what we have confirmed already and what should be coming, right?
0: And like after hours, didn't that drop in like May or something?
1: Yes, it's like a weird I time. So. It was a weird time, um. But I don't know. I I would guess he would do it in the earlier months, especially since he's gonna tour during the summer. I think, I think that's when he's rescheduling it. Yeah, that would um, make sense. So it's probably gonna be in that point. But we also have Kendrick that's supposed to come back very soon. He has a Super Bowl um, in February, so that should be close. Yeah, you would think but that he would have... drop before that. Yeah, I would think so. We also have confirmed things, like albums coming from Mitski, Black Country New Road, um, Earth Gang, Earl Sweatshirt, like, all within January and February. So Yeah, it's going to be a crazy... Eating good. I think Black Country is probably the one I'm most excited for just because the three singles are so fantastic. Even more than um, Kendrick? Well, obviously, that's going to be the top one, but yeah. we don't know what it's coming, so I can't, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting so much. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that comes out, it's over. Um, I, yeah, I know. That'll be, like, I'm, the thing for I'm me excited for like for that. Probably half a year at least. Um, I just hope it's not me.
0: trash. Ew. We know that it's a potential.
1: That's probably impossible. But no. we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think we'll do Black Country New Road reaction. I, I'm very excited for that. I think that'll be a good one.
0: Bab Jab wants
1: to do that. I bet. Yeah, for sure. We can have a three name. Um, Mitski as well. I'm kind of interested to see what Mitski does. I haven't listened to her new singles or anything, but I'm interested. Okay. Well, we'll figure that out when we get to it. When the time comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for now. Um, I don't expect much to happen in the next two weeks just because I don't think artists usually release albums um, like two weeks before the new year, yeah. just from a marketing standpoint. But there are a lot of underground artists that have done that to me in the past where they'll just release something like Near Christmas um, yeah. and mess everybody up. So,
0: Well, didn't Bobby Shmurda drop?
1: Uh, Chief Keep dropped an album. I don't think Bobby Shmurda did.
0: Oh, I thought he I don't know if he dropped an album, but I thought he he dropped a song. Maybe he dropped
1: a song. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't hear much about it, but Chief Keef dropped an album, which was interesting. I don't think people were expecting that. So is he been sleeping? I just don't know if people expected uh anything. I, maybe it was announced, I don't know. I don't keep up with Chief Keef news, so Oh. It's not my avenue usually. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, Bobby Schmurta dropped a song, Shmoney, featuring Quavo and Rowdy Rebel. Mm. Or Quavo. I don't care. Quavo. Yeah. He's the Migos guy.
1: Oh, yeah, so Cheap Pete did drop, and then the last album he dropped was 2015, so. Oh, okay,
0: so it was kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Is it, is anything as, uh, fire as, uh, um Love Sosa.
1: Don't know. Oh. I don't know if I'd listen to a full Cheap Keefe album in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's I wouldn't listen like to a, a
0: Chief Keefe album in twenty he <laughs> 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 It's
1: got a couple bangers. Um I don't know if I can handle a whole album of it though. No. No. But that's what we got. All right. Well we don't have
0: that's it then. Yeah. Um I think I guess we'll just save um, news and stuff for two weeks from now. I think we're going to do our grand year-end y- review. Discussions. Uh, discussions. What's, what we've been watching and playing and uh, not listening to. That's a different video that's on the Boy Time channel. Um, yes. So, if you want our music opinions, that will be coming out later this year. Um T- TBA on when that's coming out.
1: Um, December thirty first. So yes, just keep an eye out. Yeah. Um, but we we're going to follow our Twitter if you're interested. We do we have do a, a Twitter. I was about to plug that. Yeah. Yes, at Voitime YT. Yes, uh,
0: I think we have one tweet on there as of now that I've made. Um, I haven't done anything. I about. just did a a test tweet. <laughs> 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 Um, so if you want to check that out, then, uh, yeah. we'll probably make posts whenever we release anything on YouTube or if we post a new episode of the podcast, we'll link that too. So,
1: mm-hmm. um, or if you just want to hear our random thoughts randomly put on with no contact.
0: Yeah. I kind of want to use it as like a shit posting Twitter oh, also. For sure. Yeah. Um, so as long as it isn't too spicy, cause brands still have to be able to. Brains don't care. Well, you never know. Me undies might know, be Some really of these channels angry. that get
1: sponsored are way worse than us. That's
0: <laughs> true. I think Big Nick got sponsors, so I think we're okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, did you like the podcast? Probably not. But if you did, then you should leave a review on the Apple Podcasts uh, so that we can get promoted more. Um, frankly, I want to be promoted so that I can get more numbers and that'll make me feel better about myself. So if you want to, uh, help me on my self-confidence, then leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts.
1: Maybe you shouldn't encourage them if he only gets self-confidence
0: from, uh, reviews. Well, maybe I should encourage them because, you know, if they leave a bad review, then it's going to really make me feel bad. And then I'm never going to make an episode of the podcast again. And these people don't want that. Right? Right. Yeah, don't don't leave a <laughs> negative review. That tells Tim Apple that uh we're bad podcast and that he
1: shouldn't. Which send we're not us we've been doing this for two and a half years.
0: Yeah, we got this on lock. Okay. Yeah, we're
1: so great at this. Yeah.
0: Actually we're getting really close to our three year anniversary in February. We are. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of crazy hard to believe that we've been doing this for almost three years, and only about four months of it have been good.
1: Yeah, that is kind of weird.
0: Say <laughs> uh, la vie. Well, uh, are you sent I got it. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say something.
1: No, I oh. didn't even open my mouth, Oh, frankly. Oh, sorry, I- Uh, Okay, b- bye? Bye.